All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Events galore and travel coming up next week, but this week we had a whole lot of naughty fun and we are going to share a lot of it with you today. Before we get to all of that, we want to say a very big thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that is constantly growing, especially out here in the western half of the United States. If you are in California or Colorado or Nevada or Arizona and you're not on Cassidy, you are missing out because there are so many sexy people you could be talking to right now and setting up dates, making plans to go to events, and more. And of course, you can find things like communities on Cassidy. We have two of them, and we bet that your favorite clubs and event hosts also have them there. So it's just a great resource to find out what's going on in the lifestyle space. And you can try it free for 30 days when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's a whole month of all of the features of Cassidy for free when you go to frontportswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. So we are gearing up for a huge week for us. I am so excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm especially excited for a little surprise that we got last week, which is that my dear friend Pierre will be joining us at the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas, which is happening on St. Patrick's Day this week. Yes, we have not seen him since Podbash 21. No, he wasn't even there. It was before that. Right. So it's it was been the a week hot second. Before that. It's been, geez, I don't know, five months now. Yeah. He's actually coming to, to Vegas and he is going to grace us with his presence. And I can't wait to see him. He is a fucking blast. Yes. For those of you who have not listened to older episodes, this is a very dear friend of mine, my sexy Frenchman friend from Florida that I've had so many amazing play sessions with. And I only get to see him for one day because then we hop on a plane and go to Denver. So yeah. I think Thursday I'm going to have to make a little a new memory if you will with pierre <laughs> yeah you will probably be playing at that event i'm sure that is a on the 17th and like you said we fly out the next day and in denver is the 19th it's gonna be a crazy fucking fun packed weekend we are gonna see some awesome fucking people that we haven't seen in a while and i'm just looking forward to reconnecting with them Oh, me too. Our Denver event is huge. There are so many great people coming. We have friends coming. We have a couple that just bought a ticket from Miami. I mean, people are coming all over for this thing. And I'm looking forward to it. A lot of our our friends are going to be there and they're joining us and staying on property with us. It's just going to be a fucking blast. I'm super excited. And the truth is this coming week is going to be busy, but this past week was super slutty, right? Let's face it. You had three play dates. I had one. It was super fucking naughty. And we are not going to be able to pull that off this week because we're just going to be fucking running and gunning. (laughs) So fortunately, we'll get a little bit of a break to some degree, but I I am looking forward to the the work portion of it actually a little bit more this week than I have been. Yeah. That whole conversation of balance that we had last week, we're really working on that. Well, hey, we did a hell of a job on our calendar. 
We did. Super fucking stoked at how well we did on our calendar. We knocked everything off of our calendar that we had listed this past week. And I think we're going to do the same. I'm very optimistic about how that looks for the next like three or four days. Yes. In fact, we were so productive and so organized that we even had our play dates on our work schedule. Fuck yeah. We had to. Yeah, we had to. We are starting to schedule all that shit because like one day, like you were out with T. You had a play date with T. I wasn't I, out. He came well, here. He came here. I had a play date with Nicole and they were an hour apart. Yes. So we had to schedule it because we had a conference call first thing in the morning, went to the gym and then you played, I played, I had to leave. And then, we, you know, it was simultaneous. Basically, it was super fucking organized. I am super pumped about that. Yes. You have no idea. I'm very happy with that. That was a very hot day, too, because I obviously got to play with T, who I love playing with. I love his cock. I love hanging out with him. We had a very naughty little rendezvous in the living room, nice. which was kind of sexy. It felt a little bit like you know, high school type thing where you're in your parents' basement on the couch and you shouldn't be making out, but you totally are. And, you know, then it lets you know falls in your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the cock falls. Well, that didn't happen in high school, but it certainly <laughs> happened on Tuesday. <laughs> well, I went and uh, played at Nick and Nicole's house with Nicole. And she, of course, answers the door in lingerie, which I fucking love because there is just no bullshit. It is, how are you? Good to see you. Brief kiss. Let's get our asses upstairs and get you naked. And that's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucking fun. We'll talk about that on another show. But man, what a fucking blast it was to see her naked again. Lots well, and fun. it was fun to have a play session for myself and get to have all of that sexy energy with tea. But then I'm left sitting there by myself just thinking about the fact that you were also with Nicole. So it was this really interesting contrast. And by the time you got home, I was fucking ravenous. Well, yeah, because we, I mean, it's not often we have play dates like set up at the same time. Yeah. Right? Because I we, liked it. we play separately and it's just not always super convenient. But this works out great which of course i go back to why having regular play partners is fucking awesome because they understand schedules they know how difficult it is to juggle shit and we all just figure it out yeah you and know, we all get nice. laid everybody gets <laughs> laid yeah don't make it fucking complicated let's just get down and dirty yeah which well, I like. you also mentioned the gym i want to talk about this because oh yeah <laughs> okay a couple of things first of all the negatives of the gym if you want to have zero faith in man left in men in general <laughs> go to a public and very busy gym and yeah. see the type of behavior that men exhibit because it is fucking insane to me. Well, I got to tell you, it has really, it's definitely changed over the years. I've spent my entire life in gyms of all different kinds and it's just maybe because I'm older. I don't know. But as I've gotten older, I notice things a lot more when it comes to people's behavior at the gym. And I find it fucking bizarre. Now, I don't know if, again, if it's my age that makes me think this, that it's a, the social media age or it's the age, you know, the digital age where people have just lost the art of conversation or, or just fucking decorum in general. But then I see some of these guys' behavior. So let me draw you a picture. Of course, you know this. I'm on, I'm on a treadmill. I'm running for, I'll run for over an hour. So I'm on the same fucking treadmill. I stare at the same dot on the wall. Like a fucking robot. Yeah. I don't move from that spot. And I, I literally do just pick a spot and just stare at it. Yep. But there's so much going on in this gym that we're in. It's gigantic. It's always fucking busy. And the treadmills are in the center of this place. So directly in front of me is kind of an open weight area, body weight area, kettlebells and, and a lot of body weight stuff. And then the, you know, the free weight section beyond that. So you see everything, unfortunately. And I watch <laughs> these guys uh, interact with each other and then how they behave when a woman gets into their view, right? Comes into frame. It's fucking tragic when I see that, especially when they're guys my age, which 
it's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And it's really disturbing. I'm like, how do you, do you really think that this kind of shit is appropriate? It is so creepy. The number of men I have seen unapologetically stare at women and try to hit on them when they're on machines. And it is crazy town. Well, and then it's, then it's like, like you, well, for me, I, I'm the polar opposite. The last thing I want to do in the gym, we just had this kind of telegram conversation, right? With everybody. I don't want to be fucked with. And therefore, I'm not fucking with you. So I have headphones in. I have a skull cap on. And a lot of times, there's not even music on my headphones. I have them in so that I don't have to interact with you. Right. Like, you're not going to come up and talk to me because you figure, oh, he's listening to a fucking podcast or music or whatever. I don't make eye contact. No, I think your face says it all. Your yeah, face I, says, fuck off. I'm in work. I am mode. not trying to have conversations with anyone. No yeah. one. In fact, got a text message the other day from a gentleman who I had the opportunity to play with him and his wife we talked about it on a, a previous episode he saw me at the gym and didn't even come up to me he's like hey saw you didn't want to fuck with you just want to <laughs> let you know i saw you and this is somebody i know and would totally have been okay with him talking to me and so yeah but some of these guys man it's how they look at these women it's fucking creepy on next level creepy like it's a staring thing and it's they go out of their way to be in a certain spot to to watch them from another angle yeah like i said if i'm on the treadmill i see this for over an hour and it's like watching it's like watching animals and prey and, and and position and maneuvering and it's so fucking weird to me it's not that different than the people that try to interact online with sex positive people i mean the number of people that go into my inbox and say just the most heinous horrible things well you can understand that because it's from a distance and chances are you're never going to physically interact with that person in a three-dimensional world yeah but this is like the in-person version of that well yeah it's, well that's my point going back to the digital kind of social media space right people start to lose sensibility like oh i can say and do whatever i want and behave whatever however i want well i guess to some degree you can digitally when you're a fucking country away but when you're standing in very close proximity to somebody you got to get your shit together man <laughs> you know you can't stare at a woman because she's stretching in yoga pants and you like the, the one guy who clearly had no business doing what he was doing or being where he was he was simply there to watch these two women stretch and it went on for like 15 minutes uh, it was all i could do not to run Cringy. over and just drag them out of there yes. it was so fucking weird Ugh. and and everyone can see it uh, you know you can tell on people's faces like when they can see shit that isn't right uh, no one's saying anything but it's clear that everyone's thinking the same thing like ew you yeah. know like that's so, just gross bonus single guy tip of the week don't be that fucking guy okay oh, no. don't be the creepy guy at the gym i will say one benefit of the gym and you always say it's so funny you're like i just want to look good naked that's why i work uh, listen, out the i way don't want to i want to look i want to look decent naked and i don't want to injure myself that's what i do at the gym i'm too fucking old to do the things that i well first i do way too much shit that i shouldn't be doing because i'm stupid but i certainly so don't stupid need sometimes yeah. just throwing that out. Yeah, yeah yeah i certainly don't need to be doing those things and then i know i like <laughs> I to say think that with the most love but sometimes i'm like really brian come on yeah, I, I like to think i know my limitations <laughs> i do not okay I, I don't i don't pretend to be that smart but i just want to look okay naked and i don't want to get hurt or injure myself or break anything or tear anything that's all i'm doing at the gym well my goals are different because i already think that i look good naked even with the belly pooch and the thighs i'm like whatever i'm rocking the thick girl look and that's oh, fantastic I love that. so i'm not necessarily thinking in terms of like looking so much better but but one major benefit of going to the gym is I rode 
four cocks this week, yours included. Yes. And I didn't get winded a single time. No, there's something to be said for that. No, my you back have to... didn't hurt. The yeah. next day, like my lower back, sometimes if I'm really booty bouncing, I'll get that horrible back pain. Didn't have that going on. I'm like, fuck, I need to keep going to the gym so that I can bounce on as many cocks as humanly possible. Listen, if that's what you get out of it, then then that then that's all you need. <laughs> that's that's, I mean, my what motivation. else? Just doesn't matter. The rest of it is academic. <laughs> next you time know? I don't want to go to the gym, you just tell me that. Hey, do you still want to booty bounce and not have your fucking yeah. back be sore for four days? I'll use I will use that philosophy. Absolutely. <laughs> for me, it, like I said, it's not about that. I'm just I'm just trying not to fucking injure myself or do anything stupid or throw my back out, tying my fucking shoes and, you know, that kind of shit. Well, but, I've, I've seen you drill women real hard. And I know for a fucking fact that you wouldn't be able to do that if you weren't in, a, in as good a shape as you are. So maybe that should be more motivation. I guess. You. Well, yeah, but we talk about this a lot. It's, you know, I'm also 20 years older than you. I have a, I have to stay in shape because I have to stay alive longer than I probably have any any right to. So I, I have to you, figure you have to that out. to be like 112. So. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But the... <laughs> But the gym is an interesting experiment when you watch it from a distance, right? You got that 10,000 kind of foot stare view. It's, it's fucking crazy. So if you're a single dude, man, or even if you're not, just don't do the fucking creepy behavior at the gym. Don't be a creepy dude at the gym. Don't be the creeper. PSA from FPS. Oh, and, and by the way, in case you're not sure, mirrors reflect. Okay? Oh my God. So it's so true. Holy shit. It's like people get there, they, they see something and they stare in the mirror and they don't realize it's <laughs> that you're clearly looking at somebody. And because you're looking in a mirror like, oh, they can't see me. No, motherfucker. I can clearly fucking see you and you are making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Mirrors reflect. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. That's just physics. Just you're welcome. That yep. You're welcome for the information. Yeah, you're welcome in advance. <laughs> So, like we mentioned, obviously this was a very sex-filled week. We had a lot of fucking naughty shit happen. You played with, uh, you had three different play dates. I had one. I was slightly less naughty than you. But it always turns into a conversation. Our conversations always come from or stem from all of that. And it comes to the point where it's like, okay, you played with three guys and you had a great time. All of them very different people, but a lot of the same kind of experience. And so now you and I are talking, we just had this conversation. You're really wanting to lean into the kink space again. So it looks like maybe going in that direction for a period of time. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is I'm going to call last week the week of sensuality. It was a lot of very soft sex. It was a lot of rubbing and touching and kissing. And not that there is anything wrong with that, but it's kind of like when you eat salads for an entire week and they're fucking delicious salads, but then you're like, ah, I just want to switch things up. Now I need a sandwich or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we I, and I don't play that way to be clear. That's not our play style. Sensual? Yeah. It's been more sensual lately than I think it's been in the past. I mean, right. sensual for us for is us. still some booty slapping and choking. Right. But it's not quite as hard as it's been in the past. No. And I think I'm just looking for a little bit more intensity. So, yeah, that's something I'm putting on the menu and I'm going to start searching for again. And I, I love the lifestyle for us for that reason, because we can kind of pivot and and look for different things and it's totally okay with both of us and we also understand that those things are going to happen our tastes are going to change well and again we talked about this also earlier the idea that we do have that you know completely separate play style where we do not play together traditionally we are not same room same couple people it allows us to have a, a different types of play with different people and we're not hamstrung to any one kind of regimen you know, right. which I, which for me is the the most exciting thing about the whole space for me. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I'm in a rut because I got to fuck three super Listen, hot, you, awesome dudes. Okay. Let's just be clear. 
Okay. You go through phases. I right? do. Let's be honest. Yep. The phase you're currently in and have been in for a length of time, and that no pun intended, you are basically a size queen. You have been a size queen now for <laughs> the better part of a year. Yeah. Right. And it's like, like, I like anything... big old cocks. Okay. And apparently a lot of our listeners do too, because our last episode got a lot of attention. Well, listen, you, like anything else, you have to up the ante. We're terrible at this. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> Anytime we've accomplished something, it's like, okay, let's do that again. Only let's add this to the mix, right? Yeah. We've got to up the ante. So anytime you meet someone who you're super interested in and you guys decide you want to play and all things are great and he's got a giant cock, you're like, okay, that was awesome. Can I find a bigger one? I'm not necessarily or, looking for bigger. Right. But when you do, what happens? You need an, it's like a tattoo. You're not getting just one. You're not eating just one potato chip. Gotta have another one. Are you one. saying big cocks are like potato chips? To you, they are. Absolutely. Yes. So while I know you're interested in getting back into the kink space, we've talked about this at nauseum, you and I, there's no doubt that because of this phase that you're in, it's like... All these boxes have to be checked, right? Because you want to get really, you know, into the kink and into the cuck space and have these kind of these experiences. It's like, okay, added to the mix is this person has to be okay and not only okay, but excited at the at the prospect of you playing with super well endowed dudes because that's really part of the the fantasy for you. Or I just find a super well endowed guy who wants to beat my ass with a flogger. That's an option too. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's so, like the holy grail in my world. <laughs> yeah. But my point is all we're all we're doing is up in the ante. That's yes. all that, that's all that ever happens. You know, okay, this was cool, this was kinky, this guy was hot, he had a giant cock. Now I need to do that again, but like times ten. Like yeah. that's just the way it goes. Or it's just so different. Crazy. Not even times anything. No. I just like variety. Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. Which, you know, you and I do share that. That to some degree, but certainly I'm a little bit more on the, I like the routine side. No, you are a creature of habit oh, to yeah. the nth degree, and I'm the yeah. exact opposite. I hate habit. It bores me to tears. You literally, listen, you and I, you check out when I'm talking about certain things. You're like, I don't want, <laughs> like, you don't want to talk about it anymore. And all of a sudden you're not even answering. I'm like, hey, are you, are you even here anymore? Like, what? <laughs> No, no, no. I tuned you out like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, you can't hold it. At least I'm honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to have that variety. So anyway. Okay. So I want to get to a single guy tip of the week that has me irked as fuck. Okay. And this is not the first time it has happened at all. So here's the situation. I've been talking to a guy for a couple of months now. Yeah. He lives here in the Vegas area and he's very attractive. We've had some good conversations. Schedules just haven't really aligned. And we finally decided, okay, we're going to meet. We're going to make this happen. We were talking about a couple of different days, obviously, in between all of our traveling and business craziness. And we had kind of settled on a potential day. And I was literally just getting ready to talk to you about it and put it on our schedule. The guy reaches out to me and says, hey, now that we have something scheduled, I'd love to show you what you do to me and how I think about you. And I knew that that meant he wanted to send me a fucking cockpit, which I was not interested in in that moment. I was not in cockpit headspace. But we were working. I was literally right in the middle of my workday. It was fucking chaotic. I had 27 things I was trying to juggle all at the same time. The last thing I cared about was this guy sending a cockpit. So I very politely declined. I said, I'm in work mode right now. Can I reach out a little bit later? What does the guy do? He sends three cockpits back to back to back. Not one. We're going to fucking, we're not going to double down. I'm going to triple down. Yes. You want to see my cock. I know you do. So you have the wherewithal to ask for my consent, but then you don't respect my no right well you asked for it so you thought well i asked 
You know, it doesn't yeah. matter that you gave it to him or not. He he asked. I asked consent, so that's good enough. That should right? be enough, right? It's implied, <laughs> right? I asked you to see my. I wanted. To, what is the compulsion with these guys? Well, that's my point. Okay, so this is what I think happens. This is my theory. I think this guy was finally kind of at the finish line because right. I don't want to say I've been wishy washy about him, but it just there hasn't been anything that's gotten me uber excited to hang out with him, and so conversation was finally picking up i was finally starting to see that this might be a good fit for me we're finally making a legitimate plan to meet so it's like he's right there he's right at the finish line so now is when he just has to throw that cockpit out yeah because that's going to seal the deal or he is so excited at the idea that it's like it just has to happen because that is part of the process for him yeah and it doesn't ever occur to him that you've already made a plan to meet him it's we're you know we're planning on doing it you're talking to me or going to talk to me about it we're going to schedule it you guys have made a, a plan it's like you don't even need that dude like that's not necessary the plan's already in motion there's a potentiality for play without that but you still are you're just whatever the reason is you're just you have to show that fucking cockpit yes right it's a compulsion i swear it's just the weirdest thing yeah and what's interesting to me is a lot of times when guys lead with a cockpit i'm like okay you don't have anything to really bring to the table right we've talked about that so many times on the show you don't have much to bring to the table so you assume Assume that, hey, if you have a above average size cock, that that's going to tip the scales in your direction and I'm going to want to hang out. But this is a guy who had already tipped the scales. Right. So why are you doing that? Totally unnecessary. Oh, Didn't have to do it. Yeah. So it's like you just shoot yourself right in the foot, well, right at the finish line. Yeah. So look, it's not, you know, single guy tip of the week is not new if we tell you don't send cock pics with, you know, without consent. That's a fucking given. I think more than anything is know when you've won. Take the win. Yeah. You're, you're at the point where you're you're going to meet someone, the date is set, you've had good conversation, things seem to be going in the right direction. Why fuck it up at the at the five yard line <laughs> and throw out an unsolicited cockpit? Not even a cockpit, three cockpits. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more fucking ignorant than that. You're already there, man. Well, and the thing that was most disappointing is back to the size queen conversation. Great cock and great cock pictures. They weren't gross. They weren't by a toilet. They weren't with dirty fingernails. They were solid cockpits that if I had been in the right mindset to receive, I would have been so turned on by. Yeah, listen, they don't need to be the Mona Lisa of cockpits, but don't ever take one near a toilet. <laughs> no, but my point is this guy had everything going for him and he still had to fuck it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single guy tip of the week. Know when you've won. Just, just uh, less is more. Yeah. You know, less don't is self sabotage either. I think I really truly believe, and it hasn't just been cockpits in the past. Like a lot of times, guys will get in their own heads, and maybe this is the first time or one of the first times that they're going to be doing something like this, yeah. and they're right there, and then they do something specifically to sabotage it so that you have to be the one to turn them down, right? Because they don't have the balls to tell you, hey, I'm just not ready, or I'm scared, or we're nervous, or whatever. Let's just just fight the urge, fight the urge to send the picture really yeah if, you know and if that is the case if you are self-sabotaging have the vulnerability to tell the other person how you're fucking feeling yeah hey this is the first time i've even gotten close to meeting anybody i don't know how i'm going to be able to how i'm going to act or how i'm going to behave i'm i'm already nervous and sweating thinking about it whatever cool there's nothing wrong with that but yeah we can work with that we can yeah, talk through that shit yeah i prefer that over super fucking arrogant any day but you know you've won the battle if you want to win the war keep the cock in your pants yep that's really i mean really don't fuck it up yeah 
Yeah, Seriously. unless we have a consensual conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, you can't. Some guys you just can't help. <laughs> no, come on, bro. So disappointing. Too bad. I would have rode that cock like it was fucking. I didn't the even last see it. Of my life. And I'm sure that you were probably would have enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, a good cock too. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, I had a fabulous cock last week attached to a fabulous person. This is a single gentleman I've talked about once before. The guy that just blew me away with being early, being super conscientious, really wanting to please me and being so communicative. And our second session was a lot more of the same of that. However, I will say that things got amped up a little bit. It was a very sensual, erotic experience that I'm going to have so much fun retelling. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Let's be real. Life can be incredibly hectic. And when you're feeling stressed, it's very difficult to get into an erotic and relaxed mindset. Dipsy Stories is here to help. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. And now they even have brand new written stories. And no matter what you're into or what or who turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime and anywhere. So close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe and shame-free way. I love the Dipsy Stories app. I love the kink ones, especially as we just talked about. We are, I am really delving back into the world of kink and it's been so fun to get ideas and just really sit with some erotic thoughts thanks to Dipsy Stories. Also, you guys, listeners of the show are going to receive an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of full access, all of the stories for free when you go to Dipsy D. D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash F-P-S. Dipsy stories.com slash F-P-S. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. It's hard to believe, but summer is already right around the corner. And for us lifestylers, that often means some pool parties, some hotel takeovers, lifestyle travel, all sorts of fun stuff. And you are going to want to make sure that your swinger bag is stocked up and ready to go for all of that fun. So make sure you have top of the line condoms, lubes, delay wipes, and one of my absolute favorites, the before and after wipes, which are the perfect way to clean up after you get out of the pool, before you have fun, after you have a play session. And they're just these perfect little individually wrapped packets you can just throw right into your swinger bag and take with you. Find all of those products and so many others at promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Check them out for all of your sexual wellness needs. We know that you're going to love them as much as we do. If you guys are not going to Splash Takeovers in Atlanta, Georgia in June, you are missing out. June 2nd through the 5th is a complete hotel takeover of a very nice hotel. And we are so excited to be hosting one of the pool parties and doing some other fun activities throughout the weekend. It's also an incredibly affordable event, especially considering how much you get for it. All of the pool parties are included, all of the nightly themed parties, the seminars, and so much more. So, Check out the link in our show notes today to get signed up, or you can find details at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you in Atlanta in June at Splash Takeovers. So I have not given a name to this gentleman yet, but I think I need to because I'm fairly certain that this is a guy who I am going to be seeing a lot of, or at least I hope I am. Well, we'll have to ask him what he would like to be, how he would like to be referred to on the show. 
Okay, I'll ask him. For now, we're just going to refer to him as S, which is kind of confusing. Now we have S and T, but I just feel like I need something to call him. We just so. run the alphabet, figure out, <laughs> make that happen. This gentleman is S for now. And S is the guy that we've talked about on the podcast uh, probably three weeks ago or so yeah. at this point. Yeah. He was also the gentleman that was supposed to be at my birthday gangbang, but he had a little bit of an emergency that prevented him from coming. And I, coming literally, and yes. I had the opportunity to spend some alone time with him a couple weeks after my birthday and I'm so glad that I got to because this is a guy who gets the lifestyle. When we talk about single guys, I think that there's a huge difference between single men and lifestyle men. And this is a lifestyle man. Yeah, Listen, there are vast differences, right, in this space, just like any other when it comes to different types of people. But for single men, particularly in the space of consensual non-monogamy, like you said, there are lifestyle guys and then there's just single dudes, yes. right? And he is a lifestyle guy. He fucking Gets it. So to me, what that means is he has experience that he's able to pull from. He has clearly made some mistakes in the past and learned from them, which are conversations he and I've had. And he's also been doing this for a decade. So, you know, in his younger formative years, he was maybe that single guy, but he learned over time how to really present himself in a way that was as respectful as possible, that really brought a lot of pleasure to the couple and to the woman. He is someone that is comfortable in a ton of different dynamics. He's done everything from one-on-one -on -one play sessions like he and I have enjoyed together to huge gangbangs and orgies. So this is just a guy who really understands the lifestyle and has a lot of different and well-educated perspectives on it. Well, uh, his lifestyle resume is really pretty vast. Let's put it that way. He's a solid, solid player. But more than anything, he's just a good fucking dude. Yeah, he you know? is. And Conscientious I'm... and thoughtful and just, just a good guy. I enjoy being around him a ton. And this was no exception. So this was, I guess, Monday evening of last week. Yes. And that was the time that our schedules fit together because between our travel and he travels a ton for work, it's just the day that made the most sense. I kind of like playing on a Monday because it to me, it's kind of the same thing as playing in the afternoon. How many people have ridiculously hot sex with people that aren't their partners on a Monday night? Well, it's interesting because being here in Vegas, we have learned that there is really no set schedule for anybody. No. You know, it's like, again, it's like going to the gym. Typically in, a, in any gym around the world, uh, you know, it's busy in the morning, dead in the afternoon, busy at night, right? You got the nine to five kind of thing. No such fucking thing here. There are three shifts of people working here. So it's always busy and everyone has kind of jacked up schedules a lot of times. So there is a lot of opportunity for like afternoon play, which or is Monday fucking evening. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or Mondays or Tuesdays or, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be Friday and Saturday, which is fucking great. Yeah. It just feels more taboo to me. I mean, as we're recording this, it is Saturday. And I feel like if I played this evening, it would somehow feel less naughty than playing on a Monday. I don't know. There's no logic to it. It's just what I feel. Yeah. We were going to be on a party bus tonight having at it. You know, who knows what could have happened on that fucking thing. Yeah. That'll still be coming up soon. That's happening. <laughs> Wait to sure. hear about that situation. But <laughs> yeah. back to S. So we plan to, to get together on a Monday evening. I will also say, and we've talked about this many times, but how ready I get is often a determining factor of how excited I am about the experience. Right. So if I am really dolling myself up, I'm trying on multiple pieces of lingerie. That's how I know I am fucking psyched. And that's exactly what happened that evening. Yes. I mean, I exfoliated 
hydrated my entire body. I moisturized my entire body. I did two different faces of makeup. I tried on three different pieces of lingerie. I wanted to impress him. And I think I did a good job. I was feeling very hot by the time he was coming over to our house. Well, again, it's also, you know, folks that that have the opportunity to enjoy that appreciate it. There's there's something to be said for, you know, not showing up for a play date. And it's kind of like with Nicole. She's in lingerie. She smells great. She, You know, it's just a great experience. Not like somebody's home that you're showing up to and they're kind of in whatever was on the floor and, you know, didn't take the time to get ready and not really. It's like they're not looking forward to it. And that's not fun. Effort is sexy. So yeah. I put in a lot of effort for this gentleman. He comes to our place. I answer the door and I'm in this black robe and this very slinky little piece of lingerie. It's white and it has all these little crisscross things and it just makes my tits look amazing. I think we have it on our Instagram and Twitter. I'm so. sure. <laughs> anyway, he comes in, immediately remarks on how I look. I pour him a glass of water and we're just kind of standing there talking for a very brief couple of minutes. And what's so interesting is this is a guy who has a very calm energy. Oh, yeah. So it's like the second he walks in the door, I feel my blood pressure go down. Yeah, he's got this kind of soothing voice. He's very easy to talk to. When we first met him, I thought to myself, this guy's coming to talk to us about coming to a gangbang. This doesn't look like a guy that I would expect to be in the middle of a gangbang. Well, that's very stereotypical. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely, you know, I would definitely pigeonhole the guy when I first met him. But I thought, well, that's interesting. He doesn't seem like the type of guy that would want to be engaged in something with that many people. And he just seemed like more of a private type of guy to me. You know, as it turns out, he's just fucking awesome. Yeah, he, he's good in a lot of different scenarios, apparently. But my point is, he comes in and I immediately just feel comfortable with him. There is this comfort in his energy. And our conversation is very light, very kind of flirtatious. He immediately starts rubbing my arm. There's this great physical connection and chemistry between us. And we're probably not even standing in the kitchen for five minutes before I'm like, do you want to go to the bedroom? And he says, absolutely. No surprise that you're the one that initiated that. That's another conversation. So we go into the bedroom and we immediately get on the bed. He kicks off his shoes and I'm still all in my lingerie, my robe, everything. He is still completely dressed. And we just start making out with each other. And back to this thing of last week being an incredibly sensual week. This is such a sensual makeout session. My hair is down. He's running his hands through my hair as he's kissing me. You're standing up, obviously. No, we're laying down oh, on, on the, bed. the bed together. And we're just and at first he's kind of on top of me almost making out with me and just kind of like running his hands up and down my sides and into my hair and onto my neck. He starts kissing on my neck and he knows me well after the first session because all my place partners at this point know I have this little patch that's right by my ear. And if you kiss it, I cannot even describe what it feels like to you guys. It is like a thunderbolt going through my spine. Yeah, it's just you just kind of freeze. It, my whole body just tingles. I don't fucking know what it is. I love it. Whatever it is, I am not complaining. It is clearly an erogenous zone. <laughs> no doubt. So he's kissing just so lightly right there. And then he starts kind of licking it a little bit and almost like nibbling on that spot. It was driving me absolutely crazy. And then we kind of switch positions a little bit. Now we're both on our sides facing each other. And I am putting my legs up onto his legs, almost kind of straddling him as we're just continuing 
continuing to make out. And the other thing that I really liked, we've talked about this many times, but I can always tell how good of a lover someone is going to be by kissing them. Yeah, that's why I can never, it's really difficult for me to understand the folks that in this space that don't do the kissing thing. I, I get it. That's your thing as a couple or whatever. And it's kind of your own thing and you keep it to yourself. I got it. But I find it difficult to measure connection without it. Yeah, I couldn't possibly do it. I mean, if that's a boundary of yours, that's totally fine. But for me, I know how good the connection is going to be by kissing. And I've right. never been wrong. It's never steered me wrong. Nope, me either. So we're kissing. And as we're kissing, it's just building up all of this intensity for me because all I'm thinking about is, oh, my God, his tongue feels so good in my mouth and on my lips and on my neck. I can't believe how good it's going to be on my pussy. It was last time, too. But it's just kind of that instant reminder right. of how good it's going to feel for him to lick my pussy. Yeah, it's like it's embedded, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this goes on for a while. We're really just exploring each other's bodies. And he kind of starts reaching into my lingerie and pulling each of my tits out and just very lightly grabbing on onto them and start sucking on my nipples a little bit. And I will also say this is a very different me in this experience because I was not doing the whole Brenna squirrel thing where I was like, oh my God, I just need to get your pants off. I need to suck your cock. This like chaotic energy I usually have. Right. For whatever reason, he kind of lowered everything. Yeah. He's got that, that kind of, uh, kind of demeanor about him. It's a very soothing, calming energy. I was not anxious to get his pants off. That's not what this was. Right. I was enjoying it just as much as he was. And I think the other thing is he explained to me after the last time we were together that for him, that touch is so important. Like he really likes to have the foreplay and even just me running my hands up and down his arms or his legs is foreplay to him, sure. which I think is so fucking hot. I wish more guys would be into that. Well, it's interesting because when I think of you with someone else, it's not, a, I'm not thinking primarily of about the actual penetrative sex. I think a lot about what it's like before you've gotten to that point. Like, Oh, that's so interesting. You know? You've never told me that before. Yeah, the foreplay piece of it for me is important because I take it, uh, it's an important piece for me. I enjoy it immensely. So from a, the standpoint of how my intimacy typically goes, obviously, like for example, with my regular play partner, Nicole, there's a lot of foreplay before penetration ever happens. And that's A, because I know how much she enjoys it. I certainly do. It gets me worked up. So I think about that, about when you're playing with someone else, far more than like the penetrative piece of it. You know, almost I had no like, idea. I wish you would have told me that before just now. That's so hot. Yeah, the idea that it's more of you and, and that person admiring you and you admiring them. Just like I said, more so than even the actual act of sex itself. You know, it's kind of strange. I don't know. It's hard to hard to describe. Maybe it's just the way I'm wired. I just I like the, the playfulness of foreplay. And well, I think that makes sense, because if that's something that turns you on, it would make more sense that you're turned on by that, even if you aren't the one doing it. Yeah. It, well, listen, I go back to when we were at Pawbash last year and I had the, oppor the opportunity to, to play with our friend Madison. And I was very serious at that point, at one point when she and I were just kind of on the couch in our room, because, you know, this was a new experience for her. And I said, listen, if we stopped right now, no fucking drama whatsoever. I've had a blast. This has been amazing because I was so worked up and it was so hot to that point. 
I could have been just fine leaving it right there. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's one of the reasons I really appreciate S in this situation because he really made me appreciate the touch. I am somebody who wants to get to the fucking. He has an amazing cock. I think about it going in and out of me as quickly and as hard as humanly possible. And I sometimes get so wrapped up in that that I don't appreciate all of the nuances and the touching and the sensuality. And so this was a very different play session for me in that way. Yeah, you don't smell the roses very often. No, and in this case, I was truly smelling the roses and the pheromones and everything else that was floating around in that room. I was just, it was intoxicating for me. I was so wrapped up in kissing him and touching him. It went on for a long time. And then finally, when he decided he he was going to go down on me also incredibly sensual he very kind of in this sexy husky voice said would you like to roll onto your back and i was like absolutely <laughs> so i do and he just starts kissing down my body onto my tits kind of stopping briefly at each of my nipples then he kisses a little bit down onto my stomach all the while he's rubbing my thighs up and down and remarking on how soft my skin feels he kind of stops at my thighs my inner thighs and starts tracing his fingers in my inner thighs another one of my erogenous zones i love my inner thighs being played with i nibble on them all the time oh it drives me crazy well you actually bite but I which do. i also really really like but let's not confuse nibbling with biting yeah, i nibble other <laughs> folks i bite you <laughs> So he's just rubbing his fingers there and he finally gets to my pussy. And this is a man who knows the art of licking a pussy. He is so fucking good. So good. He uses his tongue. He uses his lips. He uses his fingers. He breathes on my pussy in between suctioning on my clit. I mean, there are just so many different sensations that are going on. And I've also talked about this many times on the show. I like when somebody doesn't just go for one motion over and over and over again because I kind of get bored with it, even if it feels good. Well, you could also get accustomed to a rhythm. Yes, and absolutely. I pay attention to that. This is going to sound so fucking weird. But if it's like too rhythmic, I start like singing a song in my head while someone's sucking on my pussy. I'm not even going to ask what song I you're get singing. So, you, know, you don't want to know what song. But my point is I get distracted. I'm not focused on the sensation on my pussy. So somebody that can really vary in how they're touching me and how they're providing the pleasure, I am so fucking into that. Well, that's the thing with you, particularly because you have such a short attention span. I mean, we joke about it a lot, but you really do have a very short attention span very. and you have to kind of keep you entertained and, and off your off your game like I, you have to keep you off balance <laughs> yeah you, know? you have to keep me guessing what's yeah. coming next yeah. that turn and it's just a turn on because you're playing with my mind at the same time you're playing with my pussy right so i loved that he's doing all sorts of different things and then he just very slowly sinks a couple of fingers into me and i don't think he was fingering and licking me for more than 30 seconds and i came hard i mean i arched my back i'm grabbing onto his arms he is holding onto my thighs and i just have this explosive orgasm and he stops for a moment and comes up and starts kissing me and he has this nice beard and literally my pussy juice is just like dripping from his facial hair which i also find so hot because it's like i'm not wiping that shit away it is hot i get to taste myself all over you you're clearly enjoying me he remarked multiple times on how good i tasted and it was just this very kind of i don't know almost like an animalistic moment we didn't give a shit about anything except like tasting each other yeah when you're wearing each other that's a big deal 
Oh, fucking hot. So then he goes back down on me for a couple more minutes. I come again. And then I'm like, okay, I've been patient. We've done a lot of the sensual touch. Yeah, we've done the dance. Get your cock out. I need the cock out. I need it to come out of its cage and play now. So please do so. <laughs> so he starts taking his clothes off and reveals this amazing cock. And he lays down on the bed on his back and I get in between his legs. And once again, I'm trying to match that energy because I can tell he really likes the sensual touch and I want to keep kind of that same rhythm going, that same tempo, if you will. Yeah, because you can get frenzied when, when you see a cock. So let's I absolutely it. can. So I start just very slowly licking his cock, like starting at the base and licking all the way to the tip, kind of swirling my tongue around it. He also really enjoys his balls being touched and played with. So I kind of was cupping his balls a little bit and just very lightly massaging them at the same time that I'm using my tongue all over his cock. And he made this comment of he loves the way I look at his cock, which this is not the first time this has been said to me recently. Apparently, I really admire cocks. <laughs> yeah, you and are a cock admirer slash connoisseur. It's clearly obvious. I'm a very big fan of cocks. I feel like there are some women out there that are like, they don't really like cocks. They just like what cocks do for them. Yeah, they're, they're not admirers of said cocks. I am a fucking admirer, especially when it's just a beautiful cock. I mean, this man's cock is uniform. It curves in just the right way. It's big, but but it's not fucking gargantuan. It's just really nice. Yeah, you're like the sommelier of cocks. Yeah, yeah. That's what you are. I, I could tell you just about everything you want to know about the way, the way a cock looks. Maybe not the way it works, like all of the biology of it, but if I can tell you the aesthetics, I'm I've sure got that can. covered. So I'm then kind of slowly sinking my mouth onto him. I start rubbing his thighs, almost kind of like massaging his thighs a little bit with my fingers kneading my thumbs into his thighs. And he's making all of these amazing noises. And I love how verbal he is with me too. I learned that the first time with him. He's constantly giving me that positive affirmation. Oh, that feels so good. Yes, right there. I love the way you're doing that. So I know exactly what he likes. And if I'm not getting the verbal affirmation, that's when I know to kind of switch it up a little bit. So it was just this perfect fucking oral session. The whole thing was amazing. Yeah, there's nothing better than your partner like giving you that positive affirmation. No, like you know that whatever you're doing is working. That's such a fucking turn on to me. It is a turn on but it's also I want to pleasure you I'm turned yeah, because on because it's working what I'm doing is working I know that it's ha it's happening for you and I'm just going to work that much harder if your cock is ridiculously hard and you're telling me how good something feels I feel sexy right so anyway he then pretty quickly decides that he wants to fuck me and I'm like yes please but he asks how I want it and I say that I want to ride his cock so he goes and gets a condom out of his pocket unwraps it pulls the condom down onto his cock and I grab a little bit of lube and lube up his cock and I climb on top of him and sink myself down onto his cock and once again the gym coming into play here because I booty bounced for a long time and I started very kind of sensually and then I started picking up the motion picking up the speed and then I would slow back down again and really just arch myself on and off of his cock I had the nice like body roll going while I was on his cock and it was driving him fucking crazy like i think at one point he was like it's like the most erotic wave in the ocean that's what it feels like like when you're on a surfboard or a boogie board and that kind of wave happening that's how he described it which i thought was so fucking hot that's so sexy yeah 
also, he's just so good with his words. It's just, oh, I obviously like that since we do what we do. For well, he also living. knows instinctively that you really like the compliments. So he's just going to throw them at you. Yes. And he keeps running his hands up and down my back. And at one point, my hair was kind of going all over him because I'm leaning down to kiss him. And every time I do, my hair kind of sweeps in front of our faces and gets kind of knotted up in our lips and stuff. So he kind of puts my hair in a ponytail for me and holds it. Not pulling it but just holding it there which I also thought was very sexy and just continuing to touch me and kind of you know grab on my booty every once in a while a lot of just incredibly sensual touching going on while I'm just riding this cock and I probably came three times riding his cock this was over the course of like 15 or 20 minutes of me riding him yeah that's I mean it really is one of your go-to moves you like the ride cock I fucking love it but I also used to get so fucking winded and this was the first time that I can think of in a long time that I've been able to ride cock for 20 minutes and it was effortless, which was also so much more sexy for me because I'm focusing 100% on him and on the cock and on my body movement and nothing else. Yeah, that's in the moment, that's all that you want to fucking think about anyway. Oh, it was so great. So we stop after about 20 minutes. We continue to kind of just make out and touch on each other. And then he says he wants to fuck me again. And I'm like, yes, please. So I lay down on my back and he gets on top of me and enters into me and I loved this so as he is inside of me he says I want you to tell me exactly how you want me to fuck you I want to know what's going to get you to the next orgasm and I was like that is amazing I've had men say to me like tell me what you want but to put it like that especially when your cock is already inside of me I just think that that takes an immense amount of like I don't know, mental fortitude, if you will. Yeah, it's, it's also very, it's confidence, right? You have to have that confidence to be able to say, okay, I'm already here. I don't have to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's going to be fucking hot. Tell me exactly what you want me to do with the cock that's already inside of you. Yes, and he, once again, he knows that I'm turned on by the communication back and forth. So I think he was using that to his advantage and sure. it totally worked because he's in me and I'm like, put one of my legs up. So he puts one of my legs up and the other one's straight down so I'm almost in like a... Is he straddling the leg? Yeah, he's yeah. kind of straddling me in between my legs and he's fucking me like that. I'm like a little bit deeper, so he's thrusting deeper. He's like, do you want harder too? And I was like, just a little bit. And so he's fucking me really hard and deep. And then he kind of pulls off for a second and he's like, how's that? And I'm like, yes, do more of that. I mean, it was just all of this communicating back and forth and it was driving me fucking crazy. And he has this look on his face the entire time. Like he knows how good this is and he knows what a good job he's doing so he's just beaming which i also fucking love he clearly gets off on the fact that i was feeling so much pleasure well yeah that's a a, once again he's an experienced lifestyle guy he knows that your pleasure is directly connected to his the more enjoyment you're getting out of it the more he's going to get out of it yeah and the more he's going to be invited back (laughs) yeah yeah the more the more action you get absolutely so he makes me come again and this is the point that my legs just start shaking like crazy and usually when I get to that point, I know that I don't have a lot of gas left in the tank because, for example, if I wanted to get fucked on all fours, there's no way my legs shake too bad. Yeah, you're just you're you just get so like I mean, you, your body just convulses and you have no like your your 
pelvis hurts, you know? It's yeah, just my too brain much. starts getting foggy. I don't start thinking 100% clearly. So the sex isn't as good because I'm not as connected. So that's when I decided, you know, let's stop with the fucking, the penetration anyway. And we laid next to each other and made out a little bit more, lots more touching and petting and licking on my tits and touching and rubbing on my ass. And I'm like, I just have to suck your cock one more time. And he's like, absolutely. So I get back down in between his legs. And that's when I return the favor. I'm like, tell me what you want now. Tell me the things that are going to turn you on. Right. So he's telling me, lick on my balls first. So I'm sh- I'm stroking his shaft with one hand and I'm licking on each of his balls and kind of almost putting them in my mouth, each one individually. And he's like, yes, that feels so good. And then he's like, okay, now suck on my cock. So I lower my mouth onto his cock. And I'm pumping with one hand. And he has a thick cock, too, and I have very small hands. So I was almost using two hands at the same time to kind of stroke up and down while I'm licking and sucking on the tip of it. And he's like, okay, now move your hands and just use your mouth. So I did that for a couple of minutes. And his whole body is shaking. And it was so fucking hot. I loved it. (laughs) Now, if you remember from last time, S is a guy who likes to and typically comes on his own. Yes. Which I'm totally okay with. Uh, I... I'm not going to lie, I would have loved for him to come like on right. my face or something, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but that's where we stopped it because of that. I didn't want to put any pressure on it. I didn't want to make it seem as if, you know, we're going to try until you come or anything like that because yeah. he communicated that that's not really his thing. Well, yeah. You also don't want to make it seem like you haven't enjoyed yourself to the fullest because he didn't have an orgasm kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of hot too that, cause what he told me the first time is a lot of times he'll go home and replay everything right. and that's how he gets off. So it's not as if he's like going to watch porn and I didn't do it for him it's like he wants to have that private moment to reflect on it and that's what's going to get him where he wants to be yeah that listen everybody has their thing that's his you know I think it's fucking hot so anyway we finish up we're kind of cleaning up a little bit we're wiping each other down a little bit with a towel and we get a drink of water and we're just standing in the kitchen I'm just in my little piece of lingerie and he got put his clothes on and we're talking for just a brief moment he's like that was amazing He's like, I feel like our sexual connection and chemistry is really solid. What do you think? Which, once again, is not something I've been asked very often immediately after a play session. So to have that... That's confidence again. Yeah, it is. It's confidence. And it's also a showing of experience yeah because this is a guy who wants to understand where i'm at he wants to gauge my temperature he wants to make sure it was a good play session for me once again so he gets invited back to the party well it's also a really it's it's a it's a show of respect as well yeah you know wanting to make sure that what's happening between the two of you is you know it's reciprocated and it's liked and kind and you know that's important The other thing I loved, absolutely loved is he says to me on his way out the door, I know that your schedule is going to be crazy over the next couple of weeks. Will you please send me a text message with a couple of times that might work for you for us to get together next? Fucking love that. Left the ball in my court. Once again, was respectful of my time and understanding that our lives are complete insanity at times and made it clear that he wants to see me without being pushy. And so it just left it completely on the right note for me. It was like that was the perfect ending to a perfect play session. Yeah, that's how you know, like, that's a guy who understands how to get to the front of the line. Yes. No pressure. Whenever it's good for you, you let me know. We'll figure it out. But once again, so here's what's interesting. Amazing play session. Amazing guy. He leaves and I am sitting there for a moment just kind of thinking because you hadn't gotten back yet. And I'm like, there is something that feels not missing, 
but not necessarily completely satisfying or satiating. And I think that's where that kink aspect comes in for me. Right. Because it was so much sensuality, so much eroticism, so much touching, so much kissing that it almost felt like, okay, now someone needs to whip my ass. Yeah. And it, and obviously we've got plenty more to talk about as the weeks come on, but you had another couple of play sessions that were very much like that yes. in terms of the sensuality piece of it, which I think is why you are really craving that that deep kink space. Yeah. I think what it is for me is it's like, okay, I've had that side of it. Now to balance it out, I right. need the other side because I do have a duality of my sexuality. Like yeah. I, I want both. I don't want just one or just the other. I want both present. And so that's something that's interesting that I'm really trying to work through in my brain right now and that I need to kind of you know, devise a plan for. And it's not a bad thing. It's also not a bad thing that I didn't get both with him. No. You know, the other conversation you and I have been having a lot lately is you have different play partners for different reasons. And that's part of the beauty of non-monogamy. Yeah. The idea that you can have all of those flavors, it, that's a big fucking deal. I go back to why one of the reasons you and I have chosen to play separately, not only because it is how we connect the best, it's the hottest kind of reclamation for us there is, but it gives you the opportunity to experience things that together we might not otherwise experience. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. Oh, so anyway, wonderful play session. I adore this man. I think he is such a wonderful lifestyle guy, and I'm so excited to play with him in the future. And of course, we'll be talking about it. So hopefully you guys enjoy what we have to uh, discuss with you as well. We also talked about this concept of kink and moving into it and what that might look like for us in more depth on this week's bonus episode, which comes out tomorrow. We also have hundreds of other bonus episodes available for you guys where we cover all sorts of things that you will never hear on the regular podcast episode. We also have a new episode of Sex on Your Terms where we deep dive into lifestyle topics and that's available exclusively for our Patreon members. So a ton of bonus content that we produce all as a thank you to the people that sponsor us in the show. And we want to say a thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Brian, Alexander, Michael, and Lorraine. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. They are also going to be getting access to all of our events early. So anytime we launch a new one, they are the first ones to hear about it. Just another bonus that we offer. If you guys want to see the naughtier stuff, including I just put up a long lost video between me and the beautiful man that I make content with. I completely lost a video. How'd this, you do that? I have no idea. I was going through my phone today and I found it. It's just this two minute little clip. But let me tell you, it is two minutes of fucking heaven at least it was for me and i'm sure you can tell in the clip and that's just obviously one video that we show on there lots of fun stuff to be found at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers we also have social media we're on twitter at fp swingers instagram at fps pod media tiktok at front porch swingers and youtube at front porch swingers and you guys don't forget to check out all of the events that we have coming up in vegas in phoenix soon to be in California and more to be announced very soon. You can find all of that information at members.frontporchswingers.com. We would love for you to come check out one of our events. They're sophisticated, upscale, super fun with very sexy people. Yeah, they're all a good time. We cannot wait. I cannot wait to get to Denver. So fucking looking forward to it. Uh, that's coming up this week's uh, the 19th. Yeah, very, very soon. And of course, we're going to have more stories to share with you from sensual slash slutty last week. So make sure you stay tuned for all of that. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.